Dog food for robots, right? Yeah. What do what is it? What do the Beast Wars eat? Do they eat Energon? I mean, they don't. They don't put it in that hole. It goes in a different one. Is Energon for fucking? Do you fuck? fuck? (laughs) Can be. It's whatever you want it, man. Twenty nineteen. Yeah, I don't know. Like Megatron, always like anytime he talks about Energon in this show, he's always sounds like it's like it's like it's gonna make him come. Oh yeah, no, it gets him off for sure. Ah, yes, Energon. Ooh, like he wants to be, he wants to be uh, topped by Energon. (laughs) This is gross. (laughs) It is. I don't know. He's so. He just the. He sounds so horny in this. Folks, this is five minutes to cast night. It's just Jordan and Drew. We're talking about Beast Wars. That's the episode. Yeah. Hey, we're talking about Beast Wars for some reason. If. Katie and Jeremy can talk about Dragon Ball Z for seven years. I think we can yeah. talk about Beast Wars for 30 minutes. They have a Dragon Ball podcast, and they're not even doing Dragon Ball anymore. <laughs> we can talk about Beast Wars. Yeah. Um, we got three before, seasons of Beast Wars. Before we get into it, did you listen to a new music? Um, You know what's funny is I did, but I wasn't prepared because I thought we were just going to talk about <laughs> Beast Wars. Well, we can also... It also, literally yesterday was your birthday. What did you do for your birthday? Uh, my birthday was pretty boring. I just kind of did one of those like adult birthdays where you just kind of like have friends get food and then, you know, slowly as the course of the day progresses, you find out who your real friends are and who's going to feign illness to avoid uh, splitting a tab at a Japanese restaurant. Uh, so me and five close friends got Japanese food at the end of the day. And uh, did it turn into four close friends because one of them faked an illness? One of them had to leave early because uh, his neighbor's getting divorced and he's not taking it very well. (laughs) I mean, my my friend is taking it very well. His neighbor is not taking it very well. And I think truly most of the reason that he's mitigating is uh, because he'll probably have to hear it through the walls. Yeah. You know, I found this really cool. My brother sent me this really cool thing uh, called Cambodian Rocks. And uh, it's this album of... Uh, Cambodian rock music from the late 50s, early 60s. Basically, America was stationed in Cambodia during the various wars. And then yeah, yeah, th- yeah. they, uh, you know, they were, uh, they brought their cigarettes and their Coca-Cola and they brought rock and roll music and then they left and everybody uh, in Cambodia uh, was kind of just left with music and not necessarily the knowledge of how to play these Western instruments. So as like the instruments trickled over, they would start recording music and it's kind of like this weird outsidery art. Like the solos are very much like, you know, like uh, middle school talent show guitar solos. Yeah. There's no YouTube. There's no books. There's nothing really to learn about how to play guitar. So people just kind of learned it by ear. It's really interesting. It's a really weird little fun album. And, uh, you know, if you have a guest DJ in a hip town, I'm sure at some point someone played it for you and you're like, oh, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On- yeah, this has been played at like whatever Project Secret Robot is. Yeah, <laughs> I've never been there. No, I just never. know that I know that everyone I know has been there, and I'm like, you literally didn't do anything there. You went there. Yeah, I feel like it's just a place where people have lied to me about going. Oh yeah, Project Secret Robot is what we just watched, actually. Right. <laughs> yeah. I feel that way about. Um, you ever hear about Baby Castles? 
I, I, yeah, I, I also have heard of it. What? It, it's not real. I don't believe in it. It's yeah. like the Magic Castle, <laughs> which is also not robot. real. Yeah, yeah, I haven't been invited, so it's not real yet. Yeah, and truthfully, who I don't want to be invited. If I haven't done anything within, like, I've only been uh, alive in two 15-year increments yeah. of life. So I, I feel like if I haven't done something in 15 years, I haven't done it ever. You know yeah, what I mean? Accurate, like, I've I never been to the Rainforest Cafe. Yeah, I've never been to the Rainforest Cafe because I haven't been to one in 15 years. So I would love to go to the Rainforest yeah. Cafe. I wanted to. We didn't have any time to go in in Vegas, uh, but we wanted. Oh my god, to. this is in Vegas. Yeah, that makes sense. The Rainforest Cafe is Vegas for when you're not in Vegas. I think. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it is. It's also um, like because there's also one in Atlantic City and then in Florida and Florida, Atlantic City, and Las Vegas are all the same place. Yeah, I don't know how to describe it. It's some sort of just like um, like if amusement parks. Uh, instead of roller coasters, it was smoking. That's what those states right. are. <laughs> right. That, yeah. This is what Las Vegas is. Yeah. Get in line to smoke. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's literally just like what you experience. At, it's like uh, it, it. All of Las Vegas felt like waiting in line for a ride that we never got on. You know what I mean? Yeah. It felt like um, like. When pa- parents are like, it's like Disneyland for adults, and that's because adults don't go on the rides. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's it's like Disneyland for adults, as in you can waste a lot of money really quickly on nothing. Yeah. Speaking of me wasting a lot of money, I'm gonna buy uh like uh the most deluxe version of this of this new Veller Talk album. That new song is so good. Yeah, I love it. They're the only band that can like uh release a seven minute song and i'm like this is gonna be awesome the whole time have they announced yet what their deluxe is gonna be i don't know i think it's i i'm not totally sure uh but i uh, if it has like more music i'm probably gonna want it yeah i feel like i feel like bands are missing out these days like i feel like they should be doing like the video game deluxe editions where like feller talk it's like a three disc set plus you get it on vinyl plus you get a living owl plus you get some beef jerky you know yeah I love um that that'd be great. Yeah, I would love to get a free pet. I also think like yeah, just if you're in the studio, you should just like do uh do a deluxe version where there's like three covers or, at the end or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Just do the, just go nuts. Why not? I yeah. always anytime I've ever been in like a studio, we always there's always something that doesn't make it on the album that was just really fun and weird. Yeah. Yeah. And every album, like every band that I really like too, like there's always one or two songs on the deluxe that are like, that should have been on the album. It's fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with it. Yeah. Bring it back. Don't put it on Spotify. Put it only on the vinyl. Um, yeah. I, I It rules. Also, I love that uh, we have like a <laughs> friend of the show, Ryan Wrigley. I remember people were like, "I." Everyone sent me the song the morning of. I mm-hmm. woke up to just a million tweets. It was awesome. Thank you. Thank you for. I mean, I wanted. I listened to it each time that someone actually sent it to me. I listened to that song like seven times that day. It was nuts. But uh, Ryan Wrigley, I remember uh, in in one of the posts uh, was like uh, this note. Uh, it just was like uh, complaining about the vocals and just. 
uh, I know that Ryan, Ryan is, it's so funny because Ryan's the only person I know who still complains about different screamers. Oh, yeah. Like if a band gets a new scream guy, the second I like turned like 24, I'm like, Ev- it doesn't matter. That type of vocal is all the same vocal to me now. Like it's black metal. It's yeah. all, the- yeah. If it's high pitched, you're in. You win. You did a good job. Yeah. Well, it's like what Katie says about how like you be- kind of become like a small yay of shitty shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. Just like. <laughs> Mall screams versus like black metal screams versus Cookie Monster vocals versus my adorable cat opening the door to the bathroom herself. Hey, Courtney. Um, Good job. <laughs> Good job, Courtney. That's cute. Yeah, um, throw up in the bathtub. Yeah, shout out to my cat who will throw up in the bathtub on command. Just just Venmo her. She's uh, at uh, Team Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> let's jump into it. Let's, let's do this. Let's talk about Beast Wars. If you're here for some reason, you want to hear about Beast Wars. Yeah, well, oh, I have a transition. Uh, oh. The Velotalk guy uh, said that he's going to be uh, he's going to be taking like a different approach to it because like um, it like he described the uh, the old guy because people are like, are you going to do like the owl thing? And he's like, no, because that guy was like an owl and I am like a rat. And you know what else has a rat? <laughs> this fucking show. <laughs> yeah, you These know what words. else has a rat? Non-union construction jobs. Oh, yeah, you know what else has a rat? Every season of The Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else is on TV? Beast Wars sometimes. <laughs> Drew, not- why are we talking about Beast Wars? Literally, the only reason that we're doing this is because I thought it would be funny. You know, okay, yeah. so the parallel of the Dragon Ball Z Beast Wars thing, What this is a real thing that happened to me in the gym, which is that I've always seen, going to the gym, I've seen a lot of like shirts that are like, you know, training to beat Goku or um, training to go Super Saiyan. You know, like there's, I, I think there is 100% like a correlation between certain people's physique and their love of buff dude anime. It is like a known fact people work out because of Dragon Ball Z. And, and I've seen a couple of people also with shirts that say, like, go in beast mode. And to me, that's the funniest thing in the world, having watched a lot of Beast Wars and, like, the thought process of, like, you're watching a show about a talking rat who's transforms into a robot and his catchphrase is, uh, we're all going to die. And is like, hmm, I think I'm going to get buff. <laughs> Is that is that why people uh, people have adopted beast mode? Because also beast mode is not what they say in this show when they're ready to fight. Yeah, it's when they're like, "Oh shit, I'm running out of batteries. Yeah. I gotta turn, like, I gotta turn back into a horse." I think it's one of those things where it's like it's misinterpreted. You know, like your jokers and your watchmen and and people who like don't understand that Rick would hate Rick and Morty fans. You know, like it's like a yeah, weird. Yeah. I I'm I don't think I think it's completely removed from from Beast Wars. I don't think anyone's doing it. But yeah, that's actually really funny. I never really put that together. That like yeah, be, shouting Beast Mode means that you're gonna retreat because you're <laughs> yeah. you're gonna die. <laughs> it means that you're pissing. Yeah, yeah, you're pissing. Well, uh, like well, in the middle of a fight. Um, but okay, yeah, I uh, I think we should start out with like Transformers is your favorite thing. Yeah, in like in like uh in like a pop culture. Yeah, I mean it's definitely not the best, but it's like the thing that I've liked the longest and I guess the most, you know? Um like what's I think for you that's probably Batman, right? Prob I I like probably the uh 
I don't know. Uh, probably a Spider-Man. I love, I love like uh like a Michael Keaton Batman movie, but I think like overall, like a Spider, like I have the most. Uh, like I have all the Spider-Man movies and the and the sh- and the cartoons and the. I'm a fucking real nerd for that. Yeah, I have like every, um like every important uh like Spider-Man comic book that wasn't like printed uh you know pr- just written in quill or whatever <laughs> like I have um that's I think that that's mine but I also I grew up with this like this was my first introduction to Transformers like I didn't know about the car the car stuff until later oh yeah See, I so I grew up like I really loved the the original Transformers, the cars and stuff. And I, you know, at the time, like I had bought I had a lot of the toys like the original ones. Um, I'm a little younger than because it came out in 84 and I was born in 87. But mm-hmm. um, like my parents and I would go to like garage sales and flea markets and stuff. And so you'd get like older kids toys. You would buy them really cheap. So I had like all of them. And then they, they, they went they came back. So basically, like they call the original run. They call it generation one but they call it that like after the fact before right. before that it was just transformers and then they came out with generation two which was the crazy 90s transformers where they like they have ones where you can hold them in cold water and the color changes and also like you know crazy hologram colors and chrome and you know all this crazy stuff and so like that brought it like into the stores again and so mm-hmm. you could buy it on shelves and then there was vhs's everywhere so you could just like even though the show wasn't on tv anymore they actually well they started doing reruns but like you you could watch it on VHS so i was like fully inundated like i'd come home every day from like preschool and i would watch i would just watch this and so that's like how it became the thing that i've just always liked and yeah. then i guess beast wars came out maybe like 4 years after that so i was in like second or third grade and i was just like oh cool like more transformers i never thought there would be more there's more and they turn into animals great i love animals you know yeah that's how well, that's I think what it was for me is like um I I think I probably knew about like I had older brothers so I I think I probably knew about like GoBots and like I don't think I was like interested in the car transformers cuz I just wasn't like a car kid at all you know I I it I think just like that part of it didn't interest me but I uh around like when I was like 7 and 8 I was uh I was just a weird like museum kid. <laughs> like you know? Yeah. I know. All of my shirts were from the mu I was like the kid who had like a shirt with all the different frogs on it. Yeah. And so when I saw Beast Wars, <laughs> I'm like, they fucking turned into frogs? I'm in. That's great. Isn't I it crazy that. that like you have the best you have the best taste in clothing when you're a child and your parents dress you? You know? I know yeah. Because you either look like a little like a little ska band gentleman. <laughs> or you, or you look like rocks are really important to you. Yeah, you know. I wish that uh, I it, like. I think my my dream now is like now that I don't give a shit anymore. I can be like a combination of like, like I w- I I want to go back and find my original like frog T shirt and oh, I'll yeah. wear that at Saint Vitus. I don't care. Yeah, dude. I'm <laughs> I'm on, I'm at any given point. I'm thirty pounds away from. Uh, wearing overalls in public without a shirt, like <laughs> thirty pounds up, thirty pounds down. Yeah, rocking it. I had the only pair of overalls I had as a kid were like overalls that were also shorts. 
<laughs> like, and I don't think there's like any fucking like. I think the only person I've seen who's pulled off overall shorts is Katie. Yeah, that's it. If you wear overall shorts at any point, someone should be able to say, "Hey, give me a toad," and then you pull a small toad out of your pocket. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. And if you can't, if you don't have one on you, you have to give up your shorts. <laughs> you have to take off your shorts and go home. <laughs> You don't get to stay and not have shorts. You have to go immediately home. Yeah, you got you got to have a toad or something like you caught a grasshopper. Yeah, <laughs> like you have to be one of those kids who like catches them on the on the tall grass. But yeah, I remember yeah watching this show uh, all the time as a kid. This was like uh, I think my favorite cartoons were like. Batman animated series and then this happened and then this was my favorite show and then that like this probably turned into um like I think Dragon Ball Z came right after that so like those yeah. were the three as like a child yeah I think this is the first show I remember uh for children that was like um linear you know because like if you look back like in the 80s like all the 80s shows yeah. they're all kind of you know, like villain of the week kind of episodes, you know, like Scooby Doo, where like they, nothing matters. And this is the first one I remember with like um, a through line. And I think actually Batman, I know Spider Man definitely did because Spider Man followed the mm -hmm. comics. But I think Spider Man, the animated series that was on Fox and Beast Wars came out around the same time, too. Yeah. And I know the big thing with Beast Wars, like now I know as an adult, like having read a lot of forums and shit, uh, is that they brought in. A lot of the writing staff from Batman the Animated Series to run Beast Wars. Really? Yeah, that's one of the reasons why it's like you know we joke about it because you and I have I've been like we got to rewatch Beast Wars, man. It's it's really well written, and you'd be like, no, it's not. It fucking looks like a bunch of like trash cans fighting with a polar bear. But <laughs> yeah, it does look like shit. But it is pretty. It looks well like written. Conquer's Bad Fur Day. <laughs> Conquer's <laughs> Conquer's looks better <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I loved it because uh, we watched uh, we watched uh, uh, like the first episode. Like I watched it for content because you have these on DVD. I do. I've had them on DVD for many years. <laughs> I remember when they like I saw them in a Best Buy once, and I was like, "Oh shit, I should buy them." And then I processed it, and I was like, "No, I shouldn't." And it was at the time when. You know, you bought everything on DVD. Yeah. Streaming was beyond what you thought. What was your peak DVD years, though? Because I remember when you and I lived together, you had, like, this enormous shelf. You had everything. And that was only, like, four years ago. Uh, Yeah, I used to have... Every, my, I, it started in high school. Yeah. And they I just kept, like... It kept growing. I remember... Um, I, I like most of it. Ha I until I like I moved in with uh like in my sophomore year of of college. I think is when I really started to slow down buying movies because that's when yeah like the Netflixes happened and I was like oh yeah. this is just what it's gonna be but I still just had everything. <laughs> I was like yeah. I can't I I can't sell these yet. I'm what if one day I want to watch Greenberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ben Stiller. That was that was the same thing for me because I think when I when you and I moved in together, my DVDs were already gone because I had hit this point where I was like, I'm on my third apartment where I've moved the DVDs and put them on a shelf and alphabetized them and then never touched them. 
you yeah. know like you pull out like your one or two favorites but it's not even with the streaming service it's just like most movies you're really not going to watch them a second time you know and if you are yeah. it's spaced out like i i don't like to watch something now i try to wait like two or three years before i watch it again so that i yeah. feels a little newer you know but i remember that there was like when i was younger and i was in high school and i didn't have bills you know like real bills or anything it was like buying a dvd was the equivalent of like like you know like an old married lesbian couple that just has a wall of books i don't know why they yeah. have to be lesbians but they definitely have to have a wall of books yeah for you sure know? It yeah was, totally it was just like ah oh, would you like to come into my foyer i have uh i have seasons 1 through 3 of reboot <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that was also like uh when i would walk into like uh like my parents had like a room like the room that had the books and it had like the shelves and whatever. Yeah. Um, I think because now I'm thinking about it, and I remember seeing on the shelf. I was like, I was like, we have Faust. And then <laughs> I also saw on the same shelf. I was like, holy shit! My parents have the Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. What the fuck are they doing with this? And then I realized, like, oh yeah, that's the equivalent of like me still owning, uh, like. Sin City. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't need to own some Sin City's awful. But when now. it came out though, you were like this is an investment for now for the in the future I will have this and people will be able to admire that I own this thing which I bought at Walmart for 19.98. Yeah. You know? <laughs> my mom is a my mom is a painter and growing up we had, you know, big bookshelf covered in my mom's art books. And I didn't realize until very recently, actually it was when I helped her move, that I was like, you know, I've never seen you take one of these off the shelf. And then she was like, uh, I don't. <laughs> they just yeah. sit there, you know? And that's kind of the equivalent. And that's, that's what happens when you buy, like, you know, you have to be the person that owns every season of an Adult Swim show. You know? Yeah. Are you really going to uh, watch Aqua Teen Hunger Force season five? No. Yeah. I'm not. I don't have the Aqua Teens anymore. Um. What's the weirdest movie you still have, like a physical copy of, uh, do you think? Oh, I can tell you, because I only have about eight of them. I have this Ted Leo Live DVD. I, <laughs> uh, I bought it when I saw Ted Leo Live in 2005, and the reason I've never uh, thrown it out is because I've never watched it. It's still sealed in one day. I'll probably <laughs> watch it. <laughs> Here's here's what I can read you my DVD collection really quick because there's not a lot. Uh, I have I have the Hellboy special edition from 2004, which has the six hour making of documentary, um, <laughs> Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, uh, Beast Wars seasons oh one, two, and three. Yeah, I love Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. It's one of my favorites. Um, I have never actually seen it. I wanted to watch it so badly as a kid. Really? Um, yeah, my my. Uh, the blockbuster by my house actually only had the sequel. And I was like, well, I have to see the first one. <laughs> you should watch it. It's really I fun. Don't... It's a really stupid movie. And it, it's one of those ones that I'm just like, I could throw it out, but I also could just have it for this exact reason. Now, if you were, yeah. if you were now, next time I see you, we have something to do. We'll watch the Killer tomatoes. Anyways, to do that. that's, that's basically it. I have venture brothers seasons one through three, just cause I can't throw them out. You know, those are like family relics. And I yeah, have a. I watch. I also genuinely, um, the Venture Brothers is on with, uh, for the longest time was on no streaming services. It's probably on one now. It's on I Hulu it might, still. Yeah. Yeah, but for the longest time, up until like a year ago, like I I had to show, 
I've shown most of my girlfriends the Venture Brothers. Um, that's like the one, uh, you know, and I won't show them unless they like ask about it. Like, what's your favorite thing or whatever? Yeah. And then they get they genuinely get really into it. But I've shown so many people. I feel like the Venture Brothers is the reason I still have some movies is because I've shown someone the Venture Brothers all the way through uh, at least like every other year. It used to be every year. Yeah. Like I showed Sam uh, Nolman the Venture Brothers and like another friend and uh, the whole thing uh, both in the same year. I watched the entire series. Yeah. It yeah, kind of it kind of works out that way because there's a new season every two to three years, so you're kind of just yeah. like, oh, let's catch up and let's rewatch it all. It's the best show. I mean, I really, I really, really do love it. The other thing that I have, speaking of like things I've never watched, is I bought that Venture Brothers uh, coffee table book with all of the making of art, and I'm too afraid oh, I'm really? going to destroy it. Yeah, it's beautiful, but I'm too afraid I'm going to destroy it, so it's still. It's on a shelf and it's like still like Ziploc wrapped and one day I'll open it. But I'm just like, I know the second I open, it, I'm going to like sneeze in it or something. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. Yeah. My uh, 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 my ex bought me a like John Carpenter f- photography book that has just like really gorgeous uh, set photos of everything. And I have looked at it one time and... I'm always like, this is the coffee table book. But I was like, I can't put this on my coffee table. I'm gross. (laughs) I'll ruin the book. Yeah, who are these people who have coffee tables that are clean? They're definitely not putting coffee on them. Yeah, no. I put coffee. Like, coffee has spilled all over. Literally, this weekend, uh, my my girlfriend and I were, like, uh, washing Sopranos. And she brought over a teapot. We were just drinking tea. And she just spilled an entire hot pot of tea over the table. <laughs> and now the table's white. I didn't know that. I didn't know that, like, hot water will just, like, fuck up the, the finish and just turn everything white. It's crazy. Yeah, you should see what it does to a book. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I love that book. I think I love that book too much. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. All right. Um, Beast Wars. <laughs> Beast Wars. The second, like, uh, we started, I started watching, and like, like a missile hit uh, one of the ships, and just literal squares flew off. I was like, <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. So this, so the show was made on Game Boy Advance, and yeah. uh, <laughs> well, okay. So here's an interesting fact. Yeah. So, okay, so Beast Wars, they made the show. Um, it was made by an, the same animation company that did reboot. They made it in Canada. And they kind of just like animated off of drawings. So the the Hasbro, the company that makes the toys, they kind of went wild. And the toys are kind of different than the TV show. But then what happened was, is this is the second season. So how do they make new toys? So basically, the plot of Beast Wars, if you don't know, is a bunch of Transformers are leaving their home planet of Cybertron. They get sucked into a wormhole and they accidentally get sent to prehistoric Earth. So they're on Earth before... The Transformers happened in 1984. So they're there like before humans exist. And apparently at that point, uh, their energy source, which is called Energon, there's so much Energon on the planet that they get Energon poisoning. They basically are ODing anytime that they're <laughs> robots. So to right. so to survive the planet, they have alternate modes. Whereas like in the old show, like they turn into cars and planes as like a disguised robots in the skies. 
And on this show, it's like protection. They have like kind of like an organic shell that protects them from being poisoned. And then that all goes out the window at the end of the first season. And then because they're like, well, we got to make new toys. Um, This is the only show I've ever seen that's like based off a toy line where people didn't just show up like, hey, what's up? I'm uh, Chris Bot 4000. I'll I'll be here this week and I probably won't be here next week. Buy my toy. (laughs) Yeah, that will that 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 was kind of what happened at the beginning of this. Because, uh, yeah, they get shot down. Yeah. The ship uh, literally rabbit poops them all out. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the ship is spinning. And I was like, that literally looks like a little bunny taking a shit. Yeah. And then they crash. Um, and then they just all uh, and then they already know what like a cheetah is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They It's, it's nuts. Yeah. And they're, 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 they have these things called stasis pods, which are like. These are unformed spark. Spark is a soul. So imagine, if you will, like an unfertilized uh, robot egg, I guess. And so that's basically like, what is this? We'll find it at the end of the season when it becomes your favorite. Not in my religion, buddy. (laughs) Yeah. Immaculate uh, conception. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So it's anyways. Wait. Oh, did. Did you wait? Did you watch the first episode, or did you watch watched, Call of the Hero? Uh, part of the first episode, oh, okay. and then Call of the Hero. Like you were like, we got to just start recording, <laughs> and so it just yeah, it took me a while to like figure out how to watch it. But yeah. it's the internet; you can literally watch anything for free. Incredible! No one cares. Did you watch the one on Daily Motion that still has like yeah, it still has like the VHS like play and tracking on it? Hundred percent, so I did. It's so good. It, I, I it was. It was a moment where I was like, ah, shit. Also, um, that's the weirdest thing I own on DVD is I have um, a really shitty, like, homemade DVD complete collection of the Tick cartoon. Oh, yeah. Because it has, yeah, it's like a shitty, like a guy didn't have all the color ink in his printer. And he, like, printed a shitty DVD cover for it. But it was like, and I bought it in high school. Because they didn't make the tick on DVD at the time. Yeah. And uh, also, not every DVD player can play it. Yeah. Uh, and so, it's so weird. Dude, I miss those had- guys. The guys that would show up at, like, Comic-Cons or whatever and just, like, have, like, a table of bootlegs that yeah. they clearly spent hours making, you know? So yeah. cool. I think, yeah. It was, like, literally, yeah. It, it looked like so much work. Yeah. I paid this guy, like, 30 bucks when I was in... Uh, like high school, so that was like an entire semester's worth of money. Yeah. Um. Um. And uh, yeah, he mailed it to, me. and still to this day, there's just like a bunch of episodes that aren't on DVD that don't exist. Yeah. Um. Like my favorite one is when he gets uh, like like it's the tick, and he has like a a pet weird uh like South American rodent, <laughs> but he thinks it's a dog that talks to him and it's the fucking funniest thing I've ever seen. I was just talking to someone last night about how they put Daria and Beavis Butthead and a bunch of stuff from MTV in the nineties out on DVD. And since then the like licensing rights have changed. And so yeah. it's like all filler music and it kind of ruins some of the jokes because the jokes are dependent on the music that you can hear, like the music cues. Oh my God. Well, because it's like the, it's just a DVD that is not... They don't sell that many of those DVDs. Even when it was, like, you know, a big deal that, like, Daria's out on DVD. Like, they were definitely not selling enough to get the, like, the licensing rights back from Dashboard Confessional, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but I remember, like... Yeah. It's weird to think, you know, we've, we've like, 
there were pinnacle like like these these moments in our life where it was like this thing is unattainable and we want it and then you finally get it and you completely forget about it like arrested development has been back for 10 years and i remember when like yeah just even knowing about arrested development was like instant social status but do you remember like going to a comic-con or something and seeing somebody sell under the table uh roger corman fantastic four yeah yeah i do remember that have you ever seen it have you ever watched it I've never been able to see it because I never. Uh, it was it was always like a thing where I was like, "Oh my god!" Uh, and I never, I just never got it. I want, I do want to see it. It's unwatchable. Sick. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. We should we should watch it and do another yeah, episode absolutely. on it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Comment below if you want us to talk about the Roger Corman Fantastic <laughs> Four. We'll do it. Yeah, probably. That's Jordan and Drew commenting below. Okay, yeah, do it. Yeah, <laughs> hey Jordan, just, you yeah, should do it. We're gonna get comments from. Piss Brady and Sexy Woman Nine. <laughs> um, um, but yes. But yeah. So so no, it's fine. Uh, so 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 this season though. So that's like. So they did this whole thing where they're like, oh, now we know how to make new toys. We're gonna take everybody and we're gonna upgrade them. They're gonna be called Trans Metal, and it's like they they don't need to transform anymore because they're part organic, part metal or whatever. New toys. But the thing that about it that's really interesting is that the models are exactly the toys like because they were designed like hand in hand and so they yeah. look like shit they look like a toy <laughs> from 1996 like there's in this yeah. episode there's like a, a scene where you can see tarantulas and you can just like tell um there's all this empty space because he he's a toy that's supposed to cost nine dollars it's right. really <laughs> it's really funny it's just like a weird thing that i noticed this time watching it yeah no that's what i Notice too is because I watch the uh, the first time I when I watched part of the first episode, I thought it was funny that their the robot forms already kind of looked like animals before they they did the scanning thing. Yeah, and then um, I thought it was really uh, first of all, it's really funny how um, like badly the cheetah wants to fuck himself when he first turns into the cheetah. Yeah, he's like. He's like he's trying to kiss himself in the in the reflection of the ship, and I'm like, this is nuts. Did the writers want the cheetah to be? It was all right. It was also just that weird time where it's just like, uh, like they're animals and robots, but there's like tits, yeah, on a robot, yeah, spider, yeah. They it was so weird. It's this weird thing of like we're gonna do what they couldn't do ten years ago. Like we're gonna add story and elements and logic, and then it's like, well, hold the phone there. The the more that you reveal about this, the more you might have to explain why a rat sounds like he's from the Bronx. Yeah. That was, dude. The voice acting in the show is sick. It's really good. Oh yeah, Everyone's it's great. Really good in it. Weird. Yeah. Weirdly. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it, it's good. But then it's like you know, okay, so the this we're doing the, the reason we did uh, Call of a Hero is because it's considered like the best written episode of the show, maybe one of the better things of children's television. Um, and basically, the first like ten minutes is a uh, a robot dinosaur walking around holding a gun, trying to find nice ways to die. I know. <laughs> it's just you know, he's just like, well, everybody hates me, so I gotta die right. <laughs> yeah. I um, won't. Uh, yeah. That's. <laughs> can you do the the voice? The okay. So the voice is. 
acting is I, I good. Can do the, I can probably do the voice. But it's it's really <laughs> distracting because you can't it's understand like, what he's oh, saying. No, I'm cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the voice. <laughs> I've been cancelled and there's seven people on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> um it's so f- stupid, but because it, it, that's the guy. The whole episode is about Dinobot, which also his yeah. name is Dinobot. Like everybody that, else has like a clever name, or at least sort of a clever name. Like it's like it's it's like an animal that sort of sounds like a ro- a robot, but they couldn't. Uh, they were just like uh, Dinobot, and yeah. then they were, and then someone in the room was maybe like, but also Megatron's a dinosaur. I don't know. Fuck off, Terry. We got to move on. <laughs> oh, Terry, if- you think you're so good because you wrote for Batman. Fuck you, Terry. <laughs> I only wrote for one of the off episodes of Freakazoid. This fucking <laughs> asshole. Oh, my God. Yeah, the voice, the fucking voice. So his name is Dinobot. That's his voice. And he yeah. has like 20 monologues in that voice. It's like... It's like watching like Mr. Magoo do Shakespeare. It's really it's weird. So fucking weird. Just no no chill at all. Just uh, it's really nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like him just I would like to watch like uh I want to see like a uh, a Noah Baumbach movie with Tinobot just like really depressed. <laughs> My wife is leaving me. <laughs> and I'm not what? allowed in the library. <laughs> what do you mean this is a Pink Floyd song? I wrote this myself. <laughs> He's supposed to be Starscream, right? Like that's the 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 parallel character. Because they all have parallel characters to the other Transformers. Kind of. Well, like, Starscream's thing was always, like, he really wanted to be the actual leader of the Decepticons and, like, throw over Megatron. And then... Isn't that also... That's also... In the first episode, that's what Dinobot wants. That's what he wants. And then they kind of... They make him better, and he realizes that he doesn't want to, like, destroy the universe. He wants to be, like, an honorable warrior. There's kind of, like, a weird parallel uh, that they try to do of how, like, the Decepticons were, like thrown from their home and they lost their planet and they are kind of like you know held underfoot by the Autobots but at the same time it's a lot like that that um that Mitchell and Webb look sketch where it's like are we the baddies yeah. <laughs> our caps they have little skulls on them <laughs> yeah yeah so that's um also I'm pounding candy canes I'm just eating. yeah where'd you get candy it's December 2nd Dude, it's already Christmas here, man. I got these organic candy canes. They are um, very good. I still have diarrhea, but they're organic. Uh, I've eating, I'm yeah, eating, I was I, like, I think I've had like uh, eight since we started. Jesus. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know why. I'm like, I think it's because I literally also just ate a piece of pumpkin pie. Mm. <laughs> so I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's still the orange month. <laughs> Um, but also, uh, at my office, um, it's like an open office and like, uh, my boss was trying to play Christmas music and I had to just like walk up to her and like, I, I just spewed too many excuses about why it needed to stop. I was like, listen, I have like PTSD of like, from like working in the mall as like a teenager and also I'm like a Jewish vampire. I don't (laughs) (laughs) 
It was yeah. a lot. I'm not ready for Christmas yet. Um, but yeah, so the yeah, they're just like you know they're try they're like making a parallel to like to like refugees <laughs> trying to do an X Men thing. Yeah, I think it's kind of more like the Decepticons are Israel and the Autobots are like Palestine. If Palestine had a a leader who uh, was voiced by Gary Chalk, I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just ah, a Zionist. <laughs> Oh, this sucks. <laughs> oh, God. That, I just, the Megatron voice is great, but it is, like, I just can't get over how just, like, horny it is. It sounds like, uh, it sounds like a guy, like, how I imagine, like, uh, yeah, a guy getting ready to be domed. Yeah. But confident in it. I think it's kind of cool. I think, like, that's the thing that I do kind of like about Beast Wars is that you've got, like, this big, strong gay Megatron and then you're like the Optimus yeah. Prime, <laughs> the Optimus Prime, like, you know, in in the old show it was like the bad guys always had to, they always had to do some, some kind of variation of this, you know? And then yeah, they sounded like a snake that smokes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, I kind of, I don't know. It's, it's cool that they did that. And I like that, like the Optimus Prime in the show is uh, like, instead of sounding like the Marlboro man, he just sounds like, you know, some guy that like your mom would, would trust you with. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'll have him home by three. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's I think that's kind of cool, especially because you know if you look at like '90s stuff, it seems to be like even more of an exaggeration of that. You know? Yeah, um, I like that. Uh, yeah, that like uh, yeah. There's the little Brooklyn rat, and then the cheetah is just you know whatever you think like Robin and Batman sounds like. Just like every person who's ever been robin sounds like that cheetah yeah the yeah. cheetah just sounds like neil patrick harris yeah or some shit yeah but yeah i don't know and then so basically this episode is like a key point in like i think this is one of the reasons why it's it's people still really like it is that it really ties together like the old mythology and the new mythology especially considering like you know the original transformers no one really thought like there was going to be like a running storyline that's going to last 35 years or anything like that because i've i've been watching watchmen uh you've been watching watchmen also yeah. i love it i really thought i was gonna hate it i really thought i was me gonna hate too it. dude i was like strapped in to be like ugh, because i hate everything i hate every show nowadays yeah dude totally everything sucks everything's really bad uh hot take uh the mandalorian is garbage it's a really bad show <laughs> it's fine like i'm not like i'm not a star wars person I don't. I don't hate it. Yeah. It's just like oh, it's it's pretty. Um, I like Baby Yoda, which is weird because I hate Baby Groot. Baby Groot can fucking drown in a pool. I do not care. <laughs> um, I like. I yeah. I like a Baby Yoda. I just like there's there's just such a a by the numbers to it that I I was like, why am I? What is the point of even watching this? Like, it's just Star Wars is already like struggling so much to not be by the numbers they well, have to fight to get that shit out of the out of the norm but that's it's numbers that they haven't really done for star wars i mean i'm not a star wars person i really right. don't care about star wars um same but same you know it's kind of cool that star wars is getting a tv show because they never really did this before and i think that that's an interesting thing and like i don't want to like 
dissuade any. I, I think if you like Star Wars, I think that's great. Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah, totally. I wouldn't. You know, like kick you in the face. You probably would kick me in. the we face. We are literally talking about Beast Wars. We can't fucking shame anybody for liking no. Of course not. The most popular nerd thing in the world. I will say this though. There is no toxic Beast Wars fandom. There's no there's no one right now. Yeah. There Oh man, it's one of those fake Beast Wars girls. <laughs> me and me God and Katie are getting a divorce. I just found out that she only likes Air Razor, the female. <laughs> um She's yes. a fucking Scorpionock poser. Ugh. Um, but yeah, but Star. I mean, it's Star Wars is you know there's so much there's so much fucking Star Wars. There's so much Star Wars everywhere. Those movies are never gonna end. Oh, totally. But it, it, with this show, I thought it was gonna be uh, you know it, when you find out that like that like Werner Herzog is gonna be in it, you're like, oh okay, I'm strapped in for something like weird. I also had already started watching like I think I was on like a Watchmen high. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. And then I saw everyone like flipping out about the show. And then I watched it and I was like, this is, I also, it was like, this is weird. It's also just kind of ugly. Yeah, it's, it's an like, ugly show. It's really, it was, I, I, I found myself like having a hard time actually looking at it. Yeah. And I couldn't tell if it was like a frame rate thing or a rendering thing with the effects. Like, I first I was excited. Like, I loved that walrus thing that came out of the ice. Yeah. That, that shit ruled. But then, like, I don't know. When I saw him, like, trying to do, like, a... Like, like, like to train a, a fish that has fucking knees. <laughs> it was like, this is... I can't do this. I, well, I, I, I was... It lost me. Yeah, well, I think the reason why I don't like this, and the reason why I think most Star Wars isn't good is because the first Star Wars movie is basically like, hey, we're in space, but for some reason people are British, and for some reason we're reusing a lot of World War II props from from like movies that were hanging out in the movie set. And one of these yeah. robots is literally just a guy with a garbage can on his head. And it's never explained. It's never, ever explained, and it's just like, whatever, we'll do another movie. And in that movie, we're not going to explain it. Just now suddenly there's little Care Bears on another planet that will kill you with spears, you know? <laughs> yeah. And now I feel like what's happening with Star Wars, and like this is the appeal to the, of the Mandalorian if other people like it, is that like, uh, you know, they're like, hey, remember that little thing from Star Wars? We're going to give it a backstory. And that's why people love Boba Fett, because Boba Fett was like this guy who just showed up. He has about three minutes of screen time, and then he dies. And now there's an entire TV show about him, and I think that takes away everything interesting about him. Well, he's not Boba Fett. This character isn't Boba Fett, is it? No, but Boba Fett was a Mandalorian, and I don't know if they explain that in the movies or not, because I don't remember, you know, the specific like you know details of Star Wars. I'm sure a hundred percent I'll be corrected for this, but like right. that all of this like Mandalorian lore and like what his people are and how they never take their helmet off, like that was added in years later with you know comic books and video games and the prequels and Clone Wars and all this stuff. So now you have just yeah. kind of like mythos. And I think, honestly, I think like a mythos is dangerous because it kind of gives you a set of rules that you need to follow and you don't make really interesting new stories. That's why I think The Mandalorian is really boring. I don't think there's anything new about it. Whereas yeah. like the reason why Watchmen is so good and the reason I, I would truly love to know if anybody likes Watchmen who's never read the book. But like, yeah, 
Oh my God, every single detail of that book being expanded upon and not not like taken and then being like, hey, do you want to know why, uh, you know, why Rorschach uh, wore red socks? Well, this is why, you know, it's kind of like yeah. <laughs> what happened afterwards. It's a true proper sequel of like, what would the world be like after Watchmen? And also, how is that a parallel with the world that we're living in now since the original Watchmen was a parallel? And Star Wars is just yeah. kind of a story about a guy who kisses his sister and then they never talk about it again. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. It's also like, um, yeah, I I agree. I love everything that they're doing in Watchmen because they are finding a way to just do, because that's also what Watchmen is. You can do something like that with Watchmen because the original book is like, you know, in seven different timelines. Like, so they're also finding ways to do really small pieces of the, like, um, of of the actual book amongst what they're doing like i feel like um it, it, when you first start watching the show it's probably really confusing like for me i didn't read anything i didn't know that it was gonna be uh like a sequel to it no i, I had it was no idea reimag- i thought it was a reimagining and so i was just like i guess uh david uh, damon lindelof hates therapy i don't know uh <laughs> like um but then <laughs> that's, that's uh, true he does yeah uh but then they start like building the rest of the story with it and i you see you see like uh the squid you see the pe- like adrian talking about the the squid i feel like slowly um it's gonna be like i feel like if they do other seasons of the show it'll be like um like I'm trying to remember like an, uh, an episode of television where they're doing or like uh, it's like it's like that Curb Your Enthusiasm episode where they're doing the Seinfeld reunion. Right. You know what I mean? And you're seeing you see the actual episode of Seinfeld that they would have done. But in pieces like you see pieces of it uh, on the on the screen on the set, you see pieces of the episode when they're just doing like a table read. So you see like the anatomy of what of what uh, an actual, a genuine Seinfeld reunion would be, but without actually seeing, you're seeing it expanded upon. Right. And I feel like eventually maybe in Watchmen, they will put the pieces of the actual original story together, but uh, spread off out across like seasons, which is probably the best way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really good. It's, it's really good. And the reason that, uh, that reminds me of Beast Wars. <laughs> yes, yeah, because <laughs> Beast Wars is kind of the first thing I know of that's like a sequel to an existing property like that. You know, like yeah. it's kind of the first one that I, I can think of, other than like you know, Spider Man, only because they you know they had thirty years of comics to work from. I can't think of any cartoon that did that, especially since most eighties cartoons were just to sell toys. Not that this isn't, but I feel like they put yeah. a little. This is the first time. I think they let people get a little more creative with it, which I think is pretty cool. Is that also is it also because like do you think they have that much creative freedom because even this type of animation was really cheap back in the day? It wasn't cheap. It was really expensive actually. Um that's the craziest thing about it is that I think I think weirdly enough like the novelty of the animation wears off pretty quickly. Um and it really kind of maybe I don't know if they saw that happening, but they definitely were like probably trying to pull in a, a little bit of an adult crowd. You know, if you think about it, like the show came out 10 years after 
the original, probably like 12 years after the original. So, you know, people who watched that show as a kid now are in college. There's still a chance that they could be going for like, you know, the college age people. Um, yeah. To trying to get a more adult audience by making the writing more interesting, the voice acting more interesting. Um, but I mean, it, it. I remember it when I was a kid thinking it was the coolest looking thing I'd ever seen in my life. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. My, my, my judgment on it is a little bit skewed. Yeah, no, I think it's uh I mean it's it's written like a like a children's show. I don't think it's 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 not written as good as like a as like a Batman the animated series, but there's a distinct difference between the quality of the, of the writing in the first episode and and what is going on in the uh uh the the samurai code. Thing. Yeah, yeah, and um, the, yeah. When at the end, when he when he dies and he has his nice little monologue, and then his little soul flies off to heaven, and then they burn his body, and it really fucked me up as a kid. <laughs> I remember just being like, "Ah, is that what happens when you die? Your friends, <laughs> your friends put you on like a, a a castle from Riven, the sequel to Mist, and then you dissolve." <laughs> yeah, you die in a treehouse. <laughs> um. This, for me, it was comforting when I saw it because I was like, man, that seems so much better than getting fucking buried in the ground. <laughs> uh, it definitely was like, uh, I think I turned to my mom and I was like, I want to be cremated. Yeah, there is a but, weird thing where they do like, first we confirm that he has a soul and then the body destroyed. Yeah, well, I think they had to do that kind of thing because it was like right around that peak time, like... Uh, when like uh you know they brought back superman after killing him and like uh like which i think all started i think everything started uh with like gene gray coming back after the dark phoenix bullshit so mm -hmm. i think there was like a trend in all because all these dudes are comic book nerds yeah i think they were like we gotta burn the body or people are gonna think this guy's coming back yeah <laughs> like yeah that had to, yeah. I think like that's kind of the the move. And then I he also, does come back, though. That's the other thing. Dinobot I, comes that, back. That's oh really? Yeah. In the I next guess I didn't watch that part. No, it's 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 like it's it's the last season. It's all off the rails. We don't have to go into it. Um, folks uh, at home, we can't, well, why does worse. why does everyone else in the show looks like they they were made in a in a penny squisher? <laughs> why doesn't Dinobot? Why doesn't he have a? Uh, why isn't he a tra true transol rebel? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, he was just one of the ones that did not get exposed and get mutated. Um, so the the like Rat Trap changes bodies like a couple of times. Uh, Sheeter, you know, he's the more popular characters, but like. The Rhinox, the entire series never changes, and they still make toys of it. Um, like there, there is like a transmetal Rhinox toy, but it never happens in the show. Throughout the show, he stays the same animation model. Why that happens, I don't know. Maybe it's cheaper. They didn't have to make new models. Um, that's probably the the reason why they did it. Um, but yeah, he's so basically in a, in a few episodes down the road, uh, Dinobot comes back. They basically like put his spark in another body, and he's like a another but this time he's a bad guy again um yeah yeah me okay yeah oh was that the is he is he uh, he's it's a different body though is it 
is he a is he a a, a sweet transvestite then? <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, he's uh yeah, he's sweet sweet backs uh transgender song. We can't say that. <laughs> Two coffins for sleep. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I um, uh, I it was, yeah, it's it did seem in the episode to have like you know uh, they were trying to do, uh, they were trying to make the stories connect and stuff, which is is really funny because it's literally a like uh, a dinosaur with um. A gun walking around like you were right you're right that's the weirdest image in the entire world yeah and i don't remember that part i remember it being a dinosaur and i remember them being like robots but that is a dinosaur walking with a gun which should be cool i think it's kind of like zardoz that's what it reminds me of (laughs) you know where you're like oh sean connery in a gun why is he dressed like that why does he look like he sells bavarian pretzels (laughs) yeah he's dressed like electra (laughs) what the fuck yeah um (laughs) <laughs> kiss me ben affleck um <laughs> i uh yeah i um i thought i thought it was i it's also weird how i think in the animal did they redesign them also because like even in the animal forms like the it, all of them had like really weird chunky bodies <laughs> They couldn't get like the head when they would transform into the robots. They're like, man, all the animal parts look so fat. <laughs> <laughs> they all transform into fat animals. <laughs> I know. Uh, you and I had the same screenwriting teacher, Jordan and uh, Joan. Yeah. And uh, in TV writing class, we had to pitch our own pilot. And I pitched a pilot that was just called um, uh, The Amazing Fat People. And it was about superheroes who were fat. And that was the pit, like that was literally the pitch that I said. I'm like, it's the amazing fat people. It's about superheroes that are fat. And she was like, is that it? And I was like, yeah, it's funny. They'll be really fat. And she screamed, <laughs> screamed at me for so long, <laughs> so is, long. That is such a fucking Drew in college idea. <laughs> yeah, it's not much different from a Drew in adulthood idea either, but. <laughs> I just think fat superheroes are really funny. I'm fat. I can say that. Uh, yeah. I um, it's was that a Freakazoid episode? Oh, probably. Thing? I feel like every idea that I had in college was a subconscious theft of a like a cartoon that I watched. Like, I definitely my second year film was pretty much the plot of an episode of SpongeBob, and I didn't realize it until after <laughs> I was done. I've done that a lot. Yeah. You did? Did you do squeaky boots? But <laughs> no, I did the procrastination episode. I did a movie about procrastination, and it mostly was that episode. Awesome! Yeah. <laughs> Gonna wrap this boy um, up. Yeah, we can. I um, yeah. I, I I feel like we haven't ripped on this enough. It fucking is. It's. I love it, but it is the ugliest show ever made. It's also, like. Damn, it's amazing how much time and energy has gone into just like making. Uh, it's it's ins- like wh- like people screamed at each other in writers' rooms and like ruined, you know, careers and li- like you know went bald 
screaming over the logic story over like a car <laughs> turns into a robot. Yeah. It's so much like there was the like a cartoon show that they tried to make sense to sell these toys. It's all about toys. There was a fucking Michael Bay movie. We got to talk about the Michael Bay movie, right? I guess so. They suck. They're terrible. They're like they're terrible. But that was like I remember. That was the moment. Uh, I I think that's the most like shocked I've ever been in a movie theater about like something that was going to happen because I didn't know they were making a Transformers movie until like the weird moon teaser trailer. Yeah. And then it said like Transformers and I was like, what the fuck? And then I just, I was like, okay, well it can't, it's going to be so far. There's not going to be an Optimus Prime. I was like, it's just going to be like a bunch of robot. I thought it was just going to be like a bunch of Johnny fives that turned into soda. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I was like, I was like, what the fuck can this be? And then, uh, I think I was excited for the existence of that movie because I didn't really understand who Michael Bay was. Like, Michael Bay hadn't done a movie since, what, The Bad Boys? And I, like... Pearl Harbor, I remember distinctly. I remember... Oh, I remember Michael Bay doing Pearl Harbor and South Park doing the song about how he completely missed the mark, you know? Right. (laughs) And I was like, oh, that's the guy who's doing it. Well, I think, think like, it came out... The same summer as Spider-Man 3. So it was the same summer that I realized I'll never be happy. Yeah. Um, And the weirdest thing about it was, you know, like looking back at that movie, they were like, um, uh, you know, we're going to it's not for kids. It's for adults. And it's like, well, how do you make an action movie for adults as you make it kind of lowest common denominator? And so it's it's really like. In the same realm as like a triple X state of the union or some bullshit, you know, like yeah. I don't really know how you do it right. I don't think you can do it right, except for maybe actually make it for children and let children enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, I had no idea what to expect. I just remember seeing the trailer and be like, fucking hell. Yeah. They're going to make. I was like excited because I was like, they can make anything now. And now they've made everything. And I'm like, that wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I remember like seeing that like those fight scenes and thinking it was the the most amazing thing ever. I was like, Oh my God, this is, this is like the pinnacle of technology. And then they were like, they did it so well on the first one. They were like, how do we one up this? They're like more robot fights, more everything. And I've, I've seen them all except for the fifth one. And by this, the third one, it literally just looks like a whole bunch of like recyclables floating around in the wind and like, I'll kill you. (laughs) You know? Yeah. It looks like they just took out chunks of like, uh, uh, the end of Toy Story three, where they're all going into the yeah, it, where they're it, going into the fire pit. Yeah, it, that, that's it. Looks like the fire pit is fighting with another fire pit. That's like what it looks like. Yeah, I mean, I, I, we've seen. Uh, I, I remember that one year on your birthday where we got, uh, like back when you used to drink, we got really fucked up and went to like an eleven a.m. viewing of the cartoon Transformers movie. And then immediately <laughs> went to go see the Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, I don't know uh, how that happened. But the funny that was the funniest thing in the world was it was me, you, and my friend Chris, and we went to the Mark Wahlberg movie. And this is like in the afternoon, so there was only about six people in the theater. It'd been out for a while. Yeah, and we were screaming at the top of our lungs. We were doing Mark movie. Wahlberg impressions. We were doing all sorts of stuff. 
And that's a Are you throwing a car at my daughter? <laughs> yeah. Are you you let my daughter near a robot? You let my daughter <laughs> go near a transformer? She's gonna kiss that robot. Not on my watch. That movie's three hours long and yeah. around minute around hour two, minute thirty, like after they killed Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot Kelsey Grammer's in that movie. Yeah. After after that. Uh, and I still feel a little bad about this, but not like really bad, or I wouldn't be telling it on a podcast. This woman just walks up to us and just goes, um, "Hi, excuse me, can you guys please be quiet? I'm trying to to uh, watch this movie, and I think you two shut up." And then I just looked at her and I just went, "No, if you wanted us to <laughs> shut up, you should have asked us two hours ago. No, it's been two and a half hours. I'm not shutting up. I'm sorry." I, I, <laughs> I agree with you though. Like that's there's six people in the theater. It's this movie. What what are you talking about? We just saw I remember seeing like um uh like Frank Wel the voice of Frank Welker turned into a machine out of like he turned into to a Nintendo Wii out of like cubes. It was yeah. ridiculous. The only thing that I like vividly remember from that movie is that Mark Wahlberg's daughter is dating someone older than him and she's a minor and he uh, Mark Wahlberg is just like I'll call the cops it's statutory rape and he's like oh no it's not actually there's this thing called Romeo and Juliet laws and then he pulls out a laminated copy of the law that allows uh, like a 20 year old to date a 17 year old that happens that really happened that is actually a scene in the movie and oh my god yeah. I was really I, I I remember just like real bits and pieces of this because this is back to when I smoked a lot of weed. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I remembered like more bits than just like, uh, like, are you going near my daughter? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that a guy had a laminated. God, it's, that's gross. It's fucking what gross. A gross fucking man. Yeah. Um, Which is Jesus. weird because like now that I've, you know, like removed from these movies, like I think the first one came out like 13 years ago, you know, like. There, there's a way to make a movie that is like appealing to like a broader audience and make it funny without getting like weird and rapey and shit like that. Like I just watched Wild Dogs, starring uh, Tim Allen and uh, John Travolta and William H Macy and Martin yeah. Lawrence as like a motorcycle gang, and it's unusually funny. Like it definitely was like a bad script that like they hired some comedian to do like a rewrite on, and then. They he was like I'm just gonna write the dumbest jokes and they're gonna give me notes back and they're like no notes this is what we're doing, <laughs> um it's really funny like it's like I, I, I want to watch it it's really funny and then that bird thing you posted is is genuinely so funny John Travolta fighting a bird on a motorcycle <laughs> also Ray Liotta is the bad guy and he has like a neck tattoo and he looks really hot <laughs> it's, really, it's, it's really funny. I always thought that Ray Liotta looks like like an evil version of um, uh, who's the bad guy from in Wayne's World, uh, Rob Lowe. He looks like evil Rob Lowe. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I don't. Oh, did you see? Did you see the John Cena Transformers movie? Bumblebee. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's fun. It, but that's the thing is that like that's the movie they should have made from the beginning. It's for kids. It's for yeah, kids. Is and it it's, for kids? Yeah, I didn't see it. Yeah, it's good. It's fun. I think everybody should kind of see it. It's a little like nostalgia heavy, but it kind of has to be because it's, you know, like coming out in the same year as like Stranger Things 8 or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's good. It's 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 fun. And they also were kind of like, 
apparently it wasn't doing great in test audiences from what I heard because it is it is really for children it's not for adults so they were they added in like 20 minutes of stuff on Cybertron and they were like look it's all of your favorite robots and it, instead of them looking like you know like a tuna can that got like thrown through the garbage disposal like they look just like your old toys and it's you're kind of like oh well, that doesn't really work well it doesn't the light doesn't bounce properly it looks weird um but it's yeah, probably it's, it's it's cool. I think truthfully, I honestly think Transformers are just unadaptable to movies. It's just not interesting. It's it's fun. Yeah. Like I don't. I would never be like, hey, like you know, I love Transformers. Transformers are. Uh, I have a huge shelf of them, and I have the tattoos. It's cool. It's just a thing I like. I would never be like, hey, you should watch this. It's good. And I think that's actually one of the things that Star Wars gets wrong a lot is that they're like. It's good. It's not good. It's Star Wars. You know, it's yeah. okay to not like it. It's totally cool to not like Transformers. It's definitely cool to not like Beast Wars. It's not yeah. a thing that you should like. But when if you do, that's cool. You know. Yeah, I don't like. Yeah, it's it's people trying to excuse themselves from like you just like a laser sword. That's what you like. Yeah, that's it. You like a, a helmet that looks like a robot skull, and you like a laser. You like. Um, you like uh, comic book artists who drew shit from like uh, from that Dune movie that never got made. Like that's what you like. Yeah. You don't like this guy. Like I've I, uh, I rewatched the I hadn't seen the original Star Wars since I was like six years old until like before um, the last. What's the first one that came? Uh, uh, the Last Jedi. That's the first one that that came out the, of the oh, new ones. Oh, um, why can't I remember this? I don't know. The first the, one. The first. The first one comes out. I yeah. rewatched the original three, and like the second one's the only one that's like a movie. Yeah. The rest. The, uh, the first one is like them really figuring it out. Yeah, and I think uh, that's cool. Honestly, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny. It's totally cool. Cause like. You know, you grow up and it's always like kids are always like, oh, Star Wars is better than Star Trek. And it's like, no, Star Trek is like, like we've got Star Trek is like we've got logic and we've got reason. And wouldn't it be interesting if this happened? What about this world where this happens? And then Star Trek, Star Wars is just kind of like, hey, I'm a badass. I'm going to shoot this frog in a bar. You know? Yeah. I (laughs) like my family's the best family, even though we fight all the time (laughs) and a lot of people are affected. Yeah. But we're the best family. My family? <laughs> I got a laser sword, you asshole. Like, it's really just... It's you don't just even like- know, but you just did an impression of Ray Liotta in Wild Hogs. <laughs> <laughs> I want Ray Liotta in Star Wars so badly. He'd be really good at it. <laughs> <laughs> this is my planet. Asking too many questions, you are. <laughs> Ray Liotta as Baby Yoda. <laughs> But he's also like Baby Leota. <laughs> he's like a foot and a half tall. The kid the child seems very happy here. Hey, you guys got Gabagoo? <laughs> hey, it's been about three days. Who's got a cigarette? Plugs. Oh, sorry, I'm Yoda. Um a cigarette can I have or whatever. <laughs> Plugs. Let's go to bed. Plug it. Let's go to bed. All right, uh, folks. Follow two minutes to late night. I don't know what. I don't know what this episode was. I hope I, this was just so that you and I could yell for about like an hour and a half. Yeah, we had we had to work out some shit. Um, there's yeah. a new there's a new pizza time sketch. 
if you haven't seen it yet, uh, it's called uh, Robert Goes to the Beach. Uh, it's, it's so Sam, funny. It's, yeah, Jordan has a little cameo in it. You can figure out who he is. Uh, yeah, check it out. <laughs> um, Sam Nolman, me. Yeah. Dude, Sam with wig eyebrows is the funniest thing in the entire world. Oh, yeah. Because he's, he's got that like Michael Keaton thing, but with giant eyes so it's just eyebrow acting yeah and you really see it like because he's just wearing two beards on his eyes (laughs) yeah there's some really fun outtakes from that i'll I'll post those eventually yeah they're really funny i love that sketch um yeah uh guys go to honorableswords.com that's where you can uh subscribe to the patreon by merch watch every one of our videos um we're gonna have some stuff coming out next week uh oh I guess, yeah, next week. Yeah, that would make sense. I'm trying to figure out the timeline of when this comes out. Um, And, yeah, that's it. I don't know, man. Uh, fucking, uh, uh, I, fuck Energon if you want to. It's 2019. It's the end of it. Fuck Energon. Goodbye. Beast mode. <laughs>